Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today, she's the CEO and co-founder of the S3 Agency. She's a marketing guru, Denise Blasevic. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Kirby. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited about this. I, with, with each of my guests, I try to do a little bit of research and I got, got uh, research up on your bio and I've seen you talking about digital discovery for uh, someone's brand. I, I'm super curious. What does that mean and why is it important? So especially, you know, during and, and post pandemic and probably for the rest of our foreseeable lives, digital has become a much bigger part and it is a huge part of how we are discovering new brands. Mm. Um, So it was something that we were already pushing before the pandemic because we knew how important it was to stand out online. So now everyone's online. (laughs) So now you need to find a different way to stand out. And, you know, because there is a very real value proposition at play here. You know, you look at these D2C direct consumer brands that have really done spectacularly well because they've understood importance of digital discovery, but brands that don't are missing out on an enormous opportunity to connect with their end audiences, to keep people who are going to be buying them and to find new prospects that they can convert into customers. That makes sense. So, so real quick, like if I'm just hearing this term, do, do you do that for yourself? Or do, you, do you like just try and Google yourself? Is that what you mean by that? No. So what we mean, it's a great question. What we mean is how will people, you know, really mapping out the discovery journey of how are people going to discover us and, you know, on digital. So what does that mean? What are the most likely places that they're going to find us? Where should they be finding us that they're not finding us? What should they be finding out about us? Um, And that's everything from SEM, SEO, but email marketing to what your, your website says about you, to how you're appearing in searches, to your social, to your digital campaigns, like really everything online and how it works together to create a journey versus just kind of, you know, spattered out there and hoping Mm. something catches. So, so it's about creating a plan. That makes sense, right? Like uh, creating a plan and an experience, right? Because we want people to ex- to discover us in a way that that makes the brand worth discovering. But right? yeah. if you spend the money and and the effort to get someone to discover you, and then what they discover isn't what you wanted them to experience, then yeah. you really you you're, you're worse off than if they hadn't heard about <laughs> you to begin with. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. So I, this is a this is a something I've been talking about for a long time with with our clients, and you know, there's so many people that they create a new logo or a new name and they think they've rebranded. Um, do you think that's all you need to do to hit the reset button? I have a feeling I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right? Uh, your, your logo, your name, do I think they're important? Sure. You know, you, you want them to really set the stage for your, your brand, but they don't make your brand. Your brand is what other people think about you. It's not what you tell them. Yes. Right. So, so our goal is we want to figure out what is the way that we can, you know, by default, not is the way it normally happens, but by yeah. design, right? Like we want to make yeah. sure by design that we figure out where are we differentiated in a way that's authentic to us, yeah. that's relevant yeah. to our target market. And then how do we execute that? And yes, the logo and, and the name should work with that, right? You don't want to, if you're a super serious brand and you have a really goofy name, that's you know, probably not the yeah. best for you. Although maybe it stands out. I don't know. Yeah. It all depends on what, what your design is. Yeah. You want it to be, you know, I think it's, it represents you, but it's not the only thing that represents you, I, I think. And I agree a hundred percent. It is fascinating to me how people change their brand and then, or change their name. And then all of a sudden they think, oh, well, everybody will love us now, even though we've been shitty at service for like 25 years. <laughs> it's no, yeah, they, we, 
We've, we've created a new name. We have a new logo. Oh, look at look at Nike's logo. Is the swoosh a genius logo? No, it's a genius <laughs> brand and what they've stood for yeah. and how they've executed on that and continually pushed and pushed and pushed and reached people. It's it's not because of the swoosh. Nobody buys because of the swoosh. They buy it because of what the swoosh means. Yeah. Yeah. I actually heard, I think it was Seth Godin who I heard say this because um, I don't, I don't want to, I want to attribute it because it wasn't my idea, but he said that if Nike built a hotel, you know exactly what it would look like because it has a brand, right? Like you you know exactly what that hotel would sort of be. And I love that. So uh, each of these is sort of alluding to the idea that you want to create your brand on purpose, right? You want to be intentional about that. So why do you think it is so important to create a brand by design? You know, if you, if you don't, you have a brand by default, which is letting mm-hmm. other people decide who your brand is. And, and even more than that, I would go so far as to say, you might not have a brand at all. Mm. You might just have a company that has a product or a service, which is more like a commodity at that point in time, right? A a brand has an inherent understanding. People understand what's different about it, what it stands for, what it means. And that imbues value, Mm, right? If you're just, just, you know, an XYZ product or service, then people are going to look for the the cheapest one. Why shouldn't they, right? How do you shop on Amazon? You look and you go, you search for something and you go, okay, what's the best combination, right? The balance of most stars for best price, right? Do yeah. so I have to have five stars if four stars is half the price? Probably, you know, so you go yeah. through that in your head, right? And, and that's that's what having a, a brand lets you go, like, you know what? It's worth the extra. It's worth the extra star. It's worth the extra money because it brings you something extra. So I would say that a brand has to bring you something extra than just the product or service itself. Yeah. Again, I, I think you're exactly right. It tells what, what I always think about a brand is it not only tells you what you are, but it also tells you what you're not, right? Like, like yeah. back to the Nike example. I mean, would, if they created a hotel, it, it would be about, there'd be amazing workout things, there'd be athletic posters on the wall, but there's some things that it wouldn't be. And you'd know immediately because they actually do have a brand. Um, so and I, think I that's love that you said it tells you what you are, because that is what we say all the time here. Like, what are you? And the A stands for what I said before. Authentic is the A. The R is the relevant to your target market. And the mm-hmm. E is the, you know, executing the experience. Mm-hmm. If you say, you know, I'm this and it's relevant to your market, but you can't execute on that, then you need to think of something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what they say that the, the 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 best way to expose a bad product is great marketing, right? Like you don't <laughs> you don't you don't want to tell everybody that you're gonna do something and not, not then not execute. That's exactly right. Yeah, so, so, okay. Final question. This is, this has been, this is super fun. So I really appreciate this. Um, I've heard you talk about surviving the brandemic. I am totally fascinated by what this means. So can you talk a little <laughs> bit about it and why we need to survive it? Yeah, so I, absolutely. And and thank you for asking about that. So we all know what the pandemic is, but you know, what have brands gone through during this time? Right? So like, depending on what sector you're in, like, every brand has been impacted, mm-hmm. right? From CPG brands that were discovered because their competitors were all sold out and they were the ones on shelf and people said, I'll take it. And oh, yeah. suddenly they had an opportunity to try something new. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, or people who went to extra great lengths to find something they loved or who stopped going to coffee shops and now they make coffee at home. Like how do those coffee shops become relevant again? So the brandemic is really looking at what has happened. Like when there's a major shift in the world and, you know, technology, social media, all that, are they're, they're important changes. But this, right, uh, nothing like this in our lifetimes, this is a really crucial time for every brand to be taking a step back and evaluating are we what we were before? How are we relevant now? 
What should we be thinking about the future and putting that process in place for, you know, I would do it annually just to make sure everything's still good. We still good. Yes. This still makes sense. Okay, great. Um, and then if something major happens, you know, maybe even more frequently than that, but I, it's important to just do a check, like kind of like a health checkup. Yeah. Uh, but right now I would, I would do the due diligence for every brand and, and the amount of brands that are coming to us right now for this exact purpose um, yeah. is, is unprecedented in our agency. And I'm not surprised. We started talking about the brandemic quite a while ago, but now is the time, right? The last six months, people are really going, okay, we understand we're living in this changed world. We don't know what the future means, but we know that our brand has to be part of it. And therefore we want to survive the brandemic and we want to take the steps that are necessary. That is, that's really cool. I, Denise, I really appreciate you taking the time. It's been super quick, but uh, I've gotten a ton out of it. So thank you so much for doing this. We'll have to do it again. Okay. I would love to. And thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time.